What is going down, everybody? Welcome to the very first Am I Still on the Air of 2020. That's right, it's a new year, it's a new day, but we still be bringing you that hot content. And you know what it is with Am I Still on the Air? We focus down on very specific things to bring you. And one of the biggest things we've been trying to bring you for the last couple of weeks here is to talk about the number one movie for three weeks in a row, the number one movie in the world, the final chapter in the Skywalker saga. That's right. It is the Am I Still in the Air? Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Spoiler review. That's right. Spoiler review. I can't stress it enough. Spoiler review. We're going to be talking about this movie, all about this movie. Nothing will be left off. Uh, if you don't want spoilers, then you shouldn't be listening to this. Bookmark it. Come back later at another time. You can listen to the spoiler-free review a couple weeks ago on my Am I Still in the Air regular podcast. Listen to the episode Rise, and you can check that out. Uh, but tonight, it's all about spoilers. I've been telling you it's coming, and it's here. So as always, I'm joined with my spoiler crew, peeps and friggins. What up, y'all? Thanks for How having us, Don, yet again. Appreciate you. So excited to be back. I sound a little funny, but I'm here. What We're here say? to bring bring you the hot cock tent. It <laughs> sounded like you said cock tent before, so you said yeah. cock tent. That's what we're here. Yeah, watch your, watch I don't your know own what words. you're listening to. <laughs> You'll hear it. You'll hear it. <laughs> By the way, John, I want to give you a special shout out for that amazing disclaimer of spoilers. I think that was your best job ever <laughs> of laying out the spoiler news. <laughs> this will have spoilers. I love it. Spoilers. There will be that guy that, wham, that, wham, that wham, said, wham, I wham. have no idea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't believe you said that. Well, we did. The movie's been out for three weeks. You've had enough time to watch it. I've seen it twice. I don't know if anybody else on here has seen it more than once. But I've seen it twice. Have you seen it twice now? Yes, sir. All right, all right. I know Fred's only seen it once. So That's this it. is this is what's going to be fun here. Because as always, the greatest thing about linking up with you guys is just the difference of opinions. And, uh, you know, I actually don't really know what Peeps thought about this movie. He's been pretty quiet about it since he saw it. And I think he's been saving it for the show, which I love. Um, I know Friggins was kind of like, meh. He was in the middle there. He was kind of like, uh, maybe three stars. Like, it was cool, <laughs> but I wouldn't care to see it again kind of attitude. Um, I loved it, on the other hand. So this is what's really cool. I absolutely loved it. Pe Friggins is in the middle. I don't know where the hell Peep stands. He's probably going to be in between the both of us. <laughs> and, and that's what's great is we're going to yeah. dig into it and we're going to talk about it. Uh, so let going off the top here, since I just said I absolutely loved it. Uh, I, like I said, I saw it twice. I saw it at opening night in IMAX, and it was just fucking glorious, and I just really dug the hell out of it. And then went back like two days later, saw it with my wife and my daughter, and I actually liked it even more the second go-around. Um, and I just saw it normal the second time. But, you know, I think... Sometimes with big movies like this, big sci-fi action, CGI, event movies like this, sometimes it takes that second viewing to really sink in. Um, you, you go in with so much preconceived notions and, and you're just hoping for so much stuff that first time you see it that I think sometimes we maybe walk away a little like, ah, you know. 
Even though I loved it the first time, I really, really loved it the second time, and I cannot wait to see it again. Um, I think it was a great conclusion to the saga. Nine films, man, this thing has been going... Star Wars, this Skywalker saga has been going on my entire life, um, which is just insane to think about a movie franchise that is stretched across 40 years. Um, but I absolutely loved it, thought it was a great ending. Um, I'm going to roll over to you, Friggins, just really just like just loosely your overall thoughts coming out of it. And then we're going to find out what good old peeps thought. So so Friggins, lay it on us. What did you where does your mind stand on this coming out the theater? You know, I've really struggled with this one. When I walked out of the theater, I was at the point of saying that I just flat out didn't even like it. And I was the the more I was talking with the, the people I saw with and kind of the, expressing some of my opinions and th- hearing what they had to say kind of made me look at things a little bit differently. I was like, yeah, I guess, I guess that's a good point. Um, but all in all, I, I feel like it was a good time. There was some good moments. I had some good laughs, but I left pretty much underwhelmed. Um, <clears throat> I won't say that it was horrible or it sucked or anything like that. But honestly, the more I think about it, I think the the more disappointed I am with it. Um, but with that being said, is it fun? Is it still going to make you laugh and have some cool actiony moments? Sure thing. Okay, potty pooper in the house. <laughs> potty pooper in the, the house. Do- join me on the dark side today. <laughs> He's definitely on the dark side today. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. The 2019 started Fred down a very dark path, <laughs> and oh, and man. I don't, I can't wait to see where it goes in the rest of you're, 2020. You're gonna hate me after the oh, top God. 10 breakdown you're, you're not even let me do a podcast know. anymore exactly. we'll just name we'll just name that episode get the fuck get out the of fuck yeah, out of here that's the name yep 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 oh my god i can imagine already okay well peeps uh, i've been waiting to know unleash it on us man where do you stand with the rise of skywalker oh my gosh man like like this movie has had me so torn and it's funny because um after I left and I had so many issues with it I kind of looked it up and you know we'll we'll, we'll get into it as we you know go through the 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 rest of this episode but from what I understand a lot of the issues that I have with it I, I think JJ Abrams and a lot of the actors also have issues with it they're these last minute changes that Disney kind of made to the overall story and script and it kind of shows um, but anyways, in terms of, uh, thoughts and, and how I felt about it, I, I, it's funny you said that Dom, because I think I am literally right in the middle of you and friggins. Like this movie was the best of times, but there were, I also had a lot of, uh, there's a few eye rolling moments oh, and yes, stuff like that kind of takes me out of the movie as friggins, uh, you know, likes to say in his reviews, but, um, there were just so, there were there were some really good moments and like there are even some moments where I even got I got very emotional and for a movie to to get me um, that like caught up in it I, again like I bravo to the movie and bravo to the actors and 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 the story and everything else that that they put together so I I, I it's the best of times and it was the worst of times and then and then we'll also we'll, we'll talk about it but this movie also gave me and I'll, I'll mention this a, a thousand times this movie gave me probably my favorite character of the entire Star Wars universe and we'll we'll, we'll talk about that character Bubble can't Frick. wait to hear Bubble that Frick. Is. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> spoiler alert 
Um, it's, it's easy to tell with you guys. I knew when Fred said it, I was going to be like, it's the chick in the damn helmet. <laughs> Word. <laughs> and, and Word. It, it's got to be my good old friend, Babu Frick. <laughs> so, right. Uh, you know. So, okay. Uh, let's see, man. How do we even attack this movie? I mean, story-wise, we basically pick up by who even knows, man. Like, I, I heard way in advance that this movie was going to have a time jump from The Last Jedi to this one. And even though, obviously, some time has gone by, it doesn't feel like very much has gone by, to be honest. Um, I wish that we would have kind of had some kind of window, but they didn't really tell us either. But, but bam, from the opening scrawl, we find out Palpatine is back, right? Palpatine's been the puppet master all along. He's alive, and basically he's been, you know, just being the puppet master. He's been stringing along everybody on the dark side, and Snoke was his plan and his idea, but it was all... Palpatine and we start off with this like montage of like Kylo Ren just like fucking murdering people left and right trying to find this weird little triangle thing that tells him how to get to the planet of the Sith um and basically it's the only way to get there it's very hidden he gets there he's ready to kill Palpatine who basically says no don't do it uh you need to wait and I'll give you an army and basically all these damn ships come up out of the ice and uh it's a pretty cool looking scene but I'm just like man who built all these damn ships underneath the ice? Yep. <laughs> yeah they're just yep. sitting there in the middle of the ice for no damn reason very weird man. very magical <laughs> very magical um so and, and it's a ton of ships too it's not like we're talking about 10 there's probably like 500 ships that just come yeah. blasting out of this icy planet um so he says you know like do my bidding bring me the girl and and this army is yours um uh, but the girl is more than you expect her to be um and then we kind of go to the falcon and um we got poe and um finn along with Chewie, kind of like going on this mission to find out some information from a spy in the first order a uh, pretty cool action sequence with the falcon and then of course uh, the, the ship's coming after them and everything. So they get what they need where they find out that Palpatine's back and he's got all these ships. And that was basically the decoded message that they got. Um, Ray's training. She's still training. She's floating up in the rocks and shit. Um, and then basically you see some Leia stuff, which let's just kind of pause there. I want to ask about the Leia stuff. Um, <laughs> how, you know, so of course, as we all know, Carrie Fisher passed away before they started filming this movie. J.J. Uh, Abrams made the decision to say, I'm going to put her in the film and I'm going to use basically deleted scenes from The Force Awakens, which is kind of funny to me because the funny part is that they never ever mentioned trying to use any footage from The Last Jedi. <laughs> they just said, yeah. we're using yeah. stuff from we're Force Awakens, it. which I'm like, really? Like, you don't have any B roll or any <laughs> deleted scenes with her from uh, Last Jedi that can maybe help out? Um, right. so, so you see her kind of help talk with Ray here and there. Um, she's not in the movie a ton. I think it's a total of like seven or eight minutes screen time. Um, but for me, it felt very awkward. I'll say that like, and I don't know if that's just because I know the situation. So I was kind of looking at it a little bit deeper, but I felt like, it might as well have been a CGI character. Like it was so robotic and stiff because they were just trying to, you know, piece in something that could match and kind of go with the story. <laughs> you know, it's like the the lines, like you said, were so forced. It's yes. like, 
Wow, mm, I will yes. be one with the Force. Don't you agree I should be one with the Force? And then Leia will say, you will be one with the Force. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. That, like, come right. on. Yeah, like, it, BB-8 chirps at her, you know, and then she's like, don't underestimate a droid, you know, and it's like, oh, we have to, you know. Like, <laughs> Came from nowhere. <laughs> yeah, like, like every scene that they bounce back to her, it just looked like she wasn't there and she wasn't with the person she was talking to. And, and I know that there was more scenes with her that they straight up said the writer of the movie – uh, Chris Terrio said like they had a bunch of deleted scenes because they just couldn't get it to really work um, because there was a lot of scenes supposedly with her and Rose because um, I know a lot of people were, were bitching about Rose's um, role in this movie like uh, yeah. because she was so big into The Last Jedi and then this movie kind of sidelines her right when they go on the mission they're like come with us and she's like I gotta stay here and work on the computer and then they're like okay yeah. see you later and yeah. then you don't see her again like the whole movie um, she pretty it's much jar jarred her, dude. Yeah. I think they said she has a Big total time. of like one minute of screen time combined, like like total in this movie. Wow. Um, compared to well, like, and they even you know, cut such a big role. They even ignore the fact that there was a romantic yes. relationship with Finn. I mean, how do you like? I just rewatched the Last Jedi, and like they literally shared a kiss, and they're just yes. gonna be like, "All right, I'm out." Yeah. Okay. Bye. Yeah. He's like, come with us. She's like, I can't. I got to stay here because of Leia. And he's like, okay. Catch you on the flip side. And like taps her on the shoulder and walks <laughs> off. And you're like, weren't these two romantically involved in the last movie? Uh, I mean, yeah. I, I think kisses in the Star Wars universe don't really mean as much as we think they do. I mean, again, Luke and Leia shared a kiss, so that's fair. nothing that's really fair. developed there. So you know, because they found out they were brother and sister. That's why nothing developed there. <laughs> that didn't stop the Lannisters. I'm just saying. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, so I know that they were talking about why Rose has such little time is because there was other scenes with her and Leia back at the base that they were kind of flipping back and forth to. But I guess at the end of the day, the footage just didn't work. So they had to delete a lot of it out. Um, so we were left with what we were left with. But um, yeah, it, I found it very, very jarring. It, it took me out uh, several times. So just kind of throwing that out there if you guys want to add kind of anything else with Leia uh, and, and the use of her. I appreciated her being in the movie, but it felt very odd and it did not really work for me. See, um, I actually, ahead, oh, sorry, please. Um, you know, I kind of fell when I first heard that she was going to be, they were going to force her into the movie again. I was actually initially really almost upset. I was just kind of like, come on, like you can write off her absence. Like there's could be a reason that she's not around. Not even if they write her off as an off screen death or something, but even just her, not being present for because she's taking care of something else or something. That that was kind of my initial thoughts. But then after seeing it, <clears throat> even though there was a lot of problems with it and it didn't really work exactly as we all, I think, would like to have had it work, um, I don't know that the movie as a whole would have worked without her because she's such a big factor, um, not only throughout Star Wars, but specifically uh, within the last two, uh, that I think that her presence had to be there. So... Even though some of the CGI was weak um, when they did use some CGI or when they tried to like force in a hug, it looked like that was a hug from another scene and they were like trying to CGI in somebody else and like darken around the edges so they kind of blend it or whatever. Like even though that looked weird, I feel like in the end of the day, I, I think the movie is better for having left her in. Even if we, even if they did a full on CGI thing, I still think you need the character present. And just to wrap up the overall story. So even with this problems, this is one factor that one point in the positive direction that I would give the film. 
uh, because I just I think it needs her. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I like you, Don. I, it felt very much uh, reminded me a lot of um, uh, Fast and Furious. You know, when uh, at, especially like at the end when they did that final little race scene towards each other, and it's just like obviously CGI uh, Paul Walker, and it, it it just feels it felt very forced, like you said, and I I kind of disagree with you, Friggins. I I think that there they could have done something to 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 completely leave her out of the movie. I don't think she had to be in a, this movie. It, it they could have done tons of things that you know in the story that 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 did not ex- include Princess Leia. Again, she's a general. Why does the general have to be in the face of 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 everything? But, you know, whatever. Um but from what we got, I I I think they did okay with what they had, but yeah, it was very distracting. So, yeah, not not too nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I it's weird cuz I I Probably rather have it in there than not have it in there, especially with the way some things play out later in the movie. But it was just kind of, I don't know. I expected that they could have pulled off of something a little bit better than what they did. But I'm sure they were very limited in what they had. So uh, kudos for at least doing what they what they could do with it. And and even thinking about like that when Maz Kanata was like, oh, she's going to use the rest of her strength to do something. Like how do you how do you know? <laughs> How'd yeah. you get that out of her going and walking away? <laughs> well, hey, she has some kind of like connection to the Force because in the Force Awakens, remember when Ray was getting the lightsaber, yeah. Maz was there being like, yo, girl, go in there, get that shit, you know, like so. <clears throat> Yeah. yeah, she said she nope. could sense the force. Um, she, yeah. was, she was force sensitive. Um, so yeah, so basically um, we're going on a mission now to find the other um, triangle ditty thing. What the hell, the obelisk or whatever the hell it was that to find yeah. how to get to Palpatine. Um, and they find out that there's a stain on this planet, uh, another Tatooine looking kind of planet uh, that they need to go get this stain. So they go there. Um, there's like this little party going on and then the, everybody finds out where they're at. Um, her and Kylo do that little mind meld kind of thing again. They, they talk and she's wearing this necklace and he rips it off of her and they're able to figure out based on the necklace, what planet she's on. So they go and find where they're at, uh, where Lando Clarissian shows up and saves them. So a pretty cool scene there. Uh, my flying days are over. Uh, but, you <laughs> good know, old Lando. It was good to see him. Um, you know, to give Leia my love. <laughs> <laughs> you should tell her yourself. Um, but you know, so they go on this thing. Basically, long story short, they find this ship that's supposed to have another thing in it. It doesn't. Um, they end up in this fucking quicksand pit, which is a pretty cool scene um, where they come across this snake kind of thing um, that's massive size snake, um, but it's hurt. And Ray uses her healing force powers, um, which we have not seen too often, and kind of a nice setup from the Mandalorian with Baby mm-hmm. Yoda using mm-hmm, his mm-hmm. Uh, healing force powers in one of the episodes, which I uh, had read that they had actually placed on purpose to actually set the precedent that hmm. it is a force power that can be done because <laughs> uh, the Mandalorian takes place way before uh, the Rise of Skywalker, so. Uh, yeah. It shows that it is a power that the uh, Jedi's and uh, can do with the Force. So she heals the snake, and the snake is basically like, "Thank you," and he moves out the way, and they're able to get out the little sand pit. 
They find a dagger, and the dagger tells them where to find this other um, MacGuffin that we're searching for in the movie. Basically. Um, yes, it's a straight-up MacGuffin. It's the Tesseract of the film. And uh, right. so they find out there is an inscription on it, and C-3PO reads it, but he can't tell them what it is because it's in Sith. And he's not allowed to tell them what Sith... He can't read it, basically. That is a, a lockdown in his um, instructions there. Programming, so, yeah. So uh, they're like, great. So they go to go back to the ship. Um, the Knights of Ren show up, and they end up getting Chewie. And they start to lock him away into a carrier vessel. And then Kylo shows up. And you see the scene from basically the first teaser trailer where Ray is running in the sand. And then the... Um, she jumps over the ship and slices it with the lightsaber. Um, this, now the ship is taking off with Chewie, and she throws up her hand and tries to pull down the ship with the Force, which was a really cool-looking scene. And then, of course, Kylo walks up, and he's trying to throw the ship back into the sky with his Force, and they're both battling and battling and battling, and then she shoots electricity out of her fingers and actually blows the ship up. Um, and therefore, Chewie! Um, and, and Chewie's dead, man. We blew up the ship. Chewie is dead. And uh, I was like, damn, I can't believe they just did that. But it was really cool yeah. to see electricity come out of her hands. Because uh, I was like, damn, she Did you guys really powerful. think she was dead? I did think Chewie was dead. I did. Yes, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I did. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I was I like, he's like either dead was... or he's going to, like, come out of the rubble, like, with his hair all burned off. Like, <laughs> Skin chewy, but you know, dude, I don't know. That was one of the major eye roll moments for me because I was like, "There's no way in hell that they're gonna make one of their heroes kill off Chewie." Like, I don't want Chewie to die, but that would have been a cool way because it shows that struggle between you know what Ray's doing and all that stuff. But like, a, the second it happened, I was like. There is no way that sticks. Like, there's something is going on. There's no way. Like, it hit zero emotion for me. Zero you're a emotion. Cold-hearted bastard. That's why. <laughs> it was just too. There's no way Star Wars killed. I was right Chewy, there going Chewy. Just like everybody else. I just like rolled my eyes. I was like, nope, not even. Yeah, I don't know. I I I felt I thought he was, and it was because I had seen the movie a bit later than everybody else, and a lot of people did not like the movie. And I, I was thinking to myself, <laughs> well, <why. laughs> this is probably one of the reasons because one of the main Star Wars characters goes out. That like makes this. sense. If so, it wasn't, I, if it wasn't like the last chapter in this franchise, I don't think I would have bought it. But because it was Episode Nine and it was the last one, and they were killing off all the damn original people, come on. <laughs> Like, everybody's fucking dead. So I was just like, well, <laughs> might as well kill Chewie off, too. Let's just end this shit. If it was in Last Jedi, I would have believed it. Ryan Johnson was getting rid of everything Star Wars. But in this one, I was like, nah. No, there's no didn't. way. There's no I disagree way. with you, Fred. He did not. <laughs> he <laughs> tried. A... He tried. But I don't know. So, like, every, pretty much, you know, everything with what you were saying, Don, up to this point, um, I, you know, it I I was liking it, but at the same time, as soon as they got to the um, you know, the, the the sand pit, and then they found the dagger, and they're like, okay, we well, we gotta we gotta go someplace else, and I'm just like, why? Like, <laughs> can we just like hang out for a while and just like, no, we got places do... to go, planets to uh, visit, aliens to see, characters to have <laughs> peeps fall in love with, but um, I don't well, know. Okay, I, I, what your point? Like Return yeah. of the Jedi. They go to 
is it what's the Ewok place? Endor? Um and I don't know, I probably messed it up. Someone's yeah. like yelling at me. Okay. Anyway, and they stay there for the bulk of the movie. Like it's Endor in the ship for almost the whole thing. Like I see your point, peeps. I agree with you, man. They need to hang out at a spot for five minutes. But see, yeah. I like to explore strange new worlds. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I I got a kick out of all the planets that they were visiting. Everything looked really, really cool. Um, so I, I'd like to kind of change it up, you know. Uh, although I do get the point, though. I mean, I heard somebody refer to some of the stuff in the movie as kind of like a bunch of cutscenes from a video game. And I was yeah. like, I was like, huh, that's a pretty totally good way to look agree. at it, right? Because you got, we got here. This is what we need to do. Now we're gonna go over here. This is what we need to do. And now we're gonna go over here. And this is what we need to do. So, but then he I'm... destroys it. So then the whole point of coming here was actually pointless. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm gl- so glad you brought that up because I thought the pacing was one of the biggest pieces of garbage of the whole movie. That the pacing was that was going on was horrible. Mm-hmm. You could, I felt like I was on. Uh, some kind of drug that makes you do things really, really fast. I don't know, speed? I don't know. I don't know. Drugs. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> You're thinking of slow. It does the reverse. <laughs> oh, it does the reverse. Yeah. Anyway, like, I mean, it was just like, boom, 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 boom. For example, John, you talked about in the first part of the movie where you see Kylo killing all those motherfuckers. That was the coolest scene for me in the whole movie. I was like, wait, 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 wait. What's happening here? Who are these cool looking dudes that he's just tearing to pieces? Like, this planet looks cool. What's happening? Like, I wanted to know so much more about what was going on there. But it was just beat, 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 beat. And next thing you know, it's the end of the movie. And I was like, what, what, what? I was yeah, way too That fast. was the coolest part of the movie for you? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, man. I'm sorry for <laughs> you. <laughs> so sorry for you. So, I, I don't know, buddy. Like, I, again, I hear what you're saying, and I, I do agree with you. But then there's that other side of peeps that is saying, like, I think in terms of pacing, they did a pretty good job because the idea is like they are, you know, they have this mission and the Empire is right on their heels. So they can't really stay in one place for too long or else, you know, they are going to be in danger of getting caught. So um, because of that link that Kylo and Rey have, like he is he literally knows exactly where she is almost at like all times. So they have to keep moving. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So that I I, kind of I I I followed it. But I didn't – I could have done without it, if that makes sense. I love the pacing. I thought the movie went at an awesome pace, and it just – there was always something going on. I never felt like it lulled, and that, that's another reason why I really dig the movie. Um, but going back to the spaceship blowing up, I will say when I saw it the second time, I was paying more attention. And I noticed in the second go-around when they're loading Chewie into the ship after they handcuff him – there's actually a second ship right next to it. So it's kind of funny how our brains oh, yeah. work because the and first they... go around, I didn't even notice the second ship sitting there. But yeah, I didn't see it either. When I was paying attention to it, there was two ships side by side. So it was like, oh, they put them in the other ship. <laughs> so it made total sense uh, when, yep. when, you, when you look back and watch it the second time. So I uh, really dug that. <laughs> so I was like, okay, because I remember being like, how the fuck is he on a second ship? How did we not notice right. that? Right? Yeah. So so, exactly. uh, so it was pretty cool. So uh, she, uh, Ray ends up sensing Chewie, so she knows he's alive. So they come up with this game plan to try to get him back. So they end up going to, what the hell was the snow planet that they go to with the uh, it's chick like, that you like? Frigga, Friggins, Frid- I I called it Fritos? snow planet. Snow planet. Fritos. <laughs> Fritos. So they go to Frito yeah. Land, and um, <laughs> <laughs> they basically meet this bounty hunter chick. 
um, played by Carrie Russell. And um, Zori Bliss. Zori. Get it right, Don. Come hey. on. She's the coolest new You didn't character. know the planet, but you fucking know her. So. Hell yeah, I know Zori Bliss. So Zori Bliss awesome. on Frida Land shows up, and obviously she has a background with Poe. She's basically like this love interest that got away, and I guess she <laughs> betrayed her or whatever, blah, blah, blah. This was a part that I hated because she wanted to fucking basically cut his balls off and chop his head off the second she met him. Um, in the movie, and then like two seconds later, she's like, "Here's my coin that I saved up my entire life to get the fuck out yeah. of here. And yeah. um, if you need anything, let me know. I'll be happy to fucking take care of it for you." Like she flipped so fast into being like a yeah. ca- caring character when before she was like, "Tell me why I shouldn't cut your balls off right now." Um, yeah, I, I like the moment where she got in a fight with Ray, and she was like, "You know what? You're all right. You know, yeah. you're like you know, strong woman to strong yeah. woman. You're not. You're cool." But I I completely agree with what you just said. Exactly. Your your guys are completely missing the whole factor <laughs> that it's Oscar Isaac. When Oscar Isaac comes in the room, everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, it's Oscar Isaac." They're gonna do whatever he wants them to do. I mean, she couldn't withstand his uh, his charm, charm. and charisma. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. Also, I one thing that I thought was funny about her, though, as much as I think she was like the coolest new character. Um, eh, second, maybe Third. was the <laughs> was that 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 like they had to go out of the way to let you know that she was an attractive woman because like they couldn't have just left her in the helmet, especially with the back end of the helmet all pointed. You, you think it was she an alien? Like what's she look under that? No, we better open the slits. So you can hey, see, you know, they could have like, made her take the whole fucking thing off and she could have yeah. whipped her hair around and been like, oh, it's so good oh, to see whatever. you again. She opened a yeah. little fucking visor that just showed her eyes. I don't think that was yeah. that big of a deal. <laughs> I, agree. I think I, agree. I disagree. I think they should have <laughs> went the Boba Fett. They should have went like Boba Fett and didn't have the damn helmet get removed ever. Oh, like, but, you know, it is what it is. She's still amazing and my favorite of the movie. <laughs> I, again, I, I disagree. I appreciated the fact that they only did the eye visor yes. because I was like, who is that? Is that Felicity? Yeah. Is that uh, – who is that actress? But I don't know. I, I, I dug it. I dig it. Yep, I like yep, it. Agreed. So the reason they go to this planet is they're looking for a hacker, basically, of the name Babu Frick. And uh, he's he needs to basically code C-3PO to talk about what he saw on the dagger. Um, so they um, – find out uh he's this little tiny little alien looking dude <laughs> um and he was really really cool and i loved how the meme started immediately of like babu frick versus baby yoda um like who, who's the better um but yeah so he he this is the scene you see in the trailer where basically his eyes turn red and he's all like taking one last look at my friends um, right because because basically once they do this his memory is going to be wiped it's going to be like factory reset control delete like let's let's wipe this thing and um so they do it and he tells them where uh what the coordinates or whatever on the damn dagger where they need to go um and they're all good and so uh, peeps, talk about this little guy. I mean, well, why did he strike <laughs> such a such a nerve with you? <laughs> so I don't know, man. Like, like, okay, let me let me take a let me take a step. Um, when you first see him, again, he's this teeny tiny little. <laughs> he's so fucking he's cool. adorable because he's got like this little mustache, but he's small, so he's like a grown ass. Again, he like that like the the baby Kevin Yoda thing. You know, he's he's. <laughs> got this adult cute old man little guy vibe going and then he starts talking and 
I'm like, did he say words or is he speaking an alien language? I was like, well, he's obviously speaking an alien language. But then, like, as he's, like, going and talking with them, he just, I don't know, like, the way he just speaks, like, broken English, I guess it yeah. is. And um, I don't know, like, he's, ah, there is just something about that little guy. Again, um, it, it, the way he talks, his his his, his little stature, I, I just, I... <laughs> kept saying like i fucking love this guy and um i just tell my brother that was sitting next to me i was like like fuck baby yoda like this guy is where it's at and then at the end <laughs> when he pops up in the uh the yeah. the, the ship that was like the cameo i was like okay wedge is there that's fine whatever lando's there but fucking hey, hey. I, was like, yes. I was so stoked yeah. like which like, I did. Uh, I dude, missed the first jaw. time. I did not see that until the second viewing, and then I was like, "Oh shit, he's in the ship!" <laughs> oh really? Oh my gosh, I went nuts when That's I was like when I saw him that second time. I went nuts, and then you know, <laughs> and then like you know, he he he's smart. He's a droid engineer, and he resets three uh, p three po, and three po's like, "Hi, who are you?" And he's like, "Hey, I'm Babu Frick." Like <laughs> yeah. he just. Like he's reintroduced. Like he's just like this. Oh, fucking. Oh, sorry. Human cyborg. I get Dude, I, my jaw literally just hit the ground when you undercut Wedge, the hero of the rebellion, Jeez. for Babu Frick. Come on, man. Wedge saves the day in the first. Oh, get out of here. I, I hear you, but like uh, again, kind of getting into my my beef with it, it. It just seems like a member berries moment where he really had no reason to be there <laughs> and he didn't do anything other than for everybody to to, to elbow their friend in the shoulder hey i think that was wedge oh my god you remember wedge he was like the hero of like the first or second or third movie i don't really yeah. remember look at all the like, battles he didn't do anything it was just this... and all the people that have died but wedge is still alive he was, was like just... good to see you lando right <laughs> he was like get the fuck out of here i was hoping that lando well, what did babu frick do he just goes ah. he went hey hey <laughs> I, I, I'm talking about like like story impact. I don't know. Babu Frick, he uh, reprogrammed the droid that literally gave them the destination of the planet that they needed to be on in order to get further into the plot. What did Wedge do? Hey, hi, I'm sitting in the cockpit. A salute. I probably had like 50 lines, but they're only going to use one. <laughs> he probably took down like 50 planes just by himself. I'm just saying. I, I would have I liked to see that at maybe, but Another issue, like that was a really boring star fight that they had at the end of there. Yeah. Anyways, sorry, DX. Okay. Uh, come on, let, let's talk about the 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 big reveal that we're about to hear pretty soon. Yes. Yeah, so you know, so C three PO gets rebooted, and um, so now we know where we need to go. But once again, Kylo gets into Ray's head, and they start doing their little virtual dance once again, and um, he's like you know, let me come to you. And she's like, no, you need to get out of here. And they're going back and forth. She's actually uh, now, actually when this happens, he he's down on the planet and they're actually up at the actual ship. Because like I said, uh, Friggin's girlfriend over here gave them her little coin that she needed to get away and live her best life. But she gave it to Poe. Um, which the coin didn't make much sense to me either. It's like, oh, it grants you access to land on any ship. Who gives a fuck if the second you land, they arrest you? Like it doesn't like, right. like what the fuck is the point of the chip? <laughs> and also, as you pointed, I I'm, I'll take that title of her being my girlfriend or whatever, you know. But um, she got Ooh. away anyway, so she didn't even even need the stupid <laughs> yeah. chip. Well, I I think the idea of the chip is that it it, it 
basically makes your ship invisible like the uh, empire won't target it because they'll check the credentials of the ship and your ship has a a general access so the empire will be like oh okay this is probably general dupadoop doing a covert mission so we're not going to fuck with this dude so it just kind of did, gives though, the you... second they landed fucking stormtroopers came out <laughs> oh yeah they, they were, were like, just Who's... aborting yeah because they, they just said prepare to be boarded i think that wasn't like a like I'm gonna, you know, dig into your doors and see if you have any secret loot in here. <laughs> like I, I think they were just like, oh, we'll come and escort you down, kind of thing. That's yeah. the impression I got from it because yeah, there's only yeah, two of them. And they even said like, whose ship is this? Like, what, what fucking ship is this? This, this don't look like one of our ships. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It was weird. But uh, <laughs> anyway, so they, so they get there and basically, um, Poe and Finn go to rescue Chewie. She's like, the dagger's on this ship. I need to go get the dagger. So she goes to find the dagger, and she ends up in Kylo Ren's uh, room. And basically, she finds all of Chewie's stuff, the dagger. Um, as she's looking around, Kylo pops up. Hey, where are you at? Uh, you're a hard person to find. Blah, 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 blah. And then they find they start kind of uh, lightsaber fighting, and then it knocks over the stand that has the burnt Darth Vader helmet on it, and he sees it, and he's like, "Oh, you're in my room. Get naked. Let's do this." Um, but uh, <laughs> he's like, "I'll wow. be right there." And um, so uh, he jumps in the ship. He's like, "They're on the ship. Don't let him get off." So he gets up there. Uh, they rescue Chewie, but then they get held captive. And then you find out that the traitor is uh, what's his face? What the hell's his name? Uh, General Hux. General Hux. Uh, from the first couple movies, and uh, they're like, "Why are you helping us?" And he's like, "I'm not helping you. I don't care. Just, I just don't want Kylo Ren to win the day." Um, <laughs> so, so Hux, uh, you know, ends up letting them go, which is pretty cool. Um, which just ends up getting him killed later on in the movie when they find out he's the spy. I, I would have liked for General Hux to actually go with them. That would have been that would have been great. Uh, but I, I it didn't happen. So, so no way, he man. He's way. such a yeah. douchebag. He such killed so bitch. many people. Like, I mean, yeah. so did Kylo Ren. But you know, <laughs> hey, he was nobody okay would end, have, right? Uh, yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so then we get Kylo and um, and Ray face to face, and they're talking, and he's like, "Join me, take my hand," and she's like, "I can't." And then he's like, you wanted to know who your parents were? Um, it's Palpatine. He's your grandfather. You're the granddaughter of Palpatine. So that's the big reveal. Uh, very much like, uh, you know, Vader being like, I'm your father from the original trilogy. That's the big reveal is that she is Palpatine's granddaughter. That's why she obviously had the electricity fingers that she sparked earlier um, that we've only seen Palpatine do. And she's like, ah. So then the Falcon comes up. Uh -uh. She, they, she jumps onto it. They take off. Um, and they head to the water planet to basically get the other MacGuffin that is in the movie. So they land there. Um, there's some other people on the planet that are other stormtrooper type people like Finn that kind of broke away. Um, so they help them out. Uh, Ray goes off on her own to the broken down pieces of the Death Star that is in the ocean now. And she tracks it. She finds the, uh, the Emperor's room. And then goes into the secret passage, finds the uh, little MacGuffin thing that we've been looking for. And then that's when the other scene from the trailer pops up with her evil self, uh, the Sith version of herself with the switchblade lightsaber shows up. I wish they would have done more with that 
It was very yep. quick. It was just kind of yep. like, oh, I'm here, slash, slash, she falls out of the thing, and then Kylo's there. And I was like, really? Yeah. That's it? Yeah. Um, so that was that was a little bit of a bummer because they made such a big deal of that in the trailer. I was hoping there would be more to it. Um, obviously, she's fighting herself this entire movie of is she dark side, is she light side. Even though she doesn't want to turn dark, you know, she's obviously feeling the pull to the dark side. Um, but yeah, Kylo's there, which at this point I'm like, is Kylo even fucking really there this time? Or are we doing this mind meld shit again? Cause, exactly. like, cause so I couldn't tell dude. Cause I was like, how the fuck did he get to this planet so fast? And how did he know where yeah. to go? You know? Yeah. And, uh, but I guess he ends up actually being there and he smashes it in his hand and he's like, the only way you're going to get to this planet is with me. And she's like, fuck that shit. So then they start fucking lightsaber fighting all across the ship, which I got to say, this scene I think is phenomenally fantastic. Um, They're fighting and the waves are crashing over and water is splashing on them and they're just lightsabers all over the damn thing, uh, doing flips and shit. Like I was like, this scene, from a CGI (laughs) standpoint, it's fucking flawless. Like you don't see any breaks in anything in this scene. And... um, (laughs) I just don't even know how the hell they pulled it off. It looks so fucking cool. Yeah, I mean, you look at that scene compared to, like, the lightsaber scene in the Revenge of the Sith where it's, like, lava and floating um, droids. That they're in, and just the, there was just too much going on in the background, but this was so simplistic. Like, water, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> lightsabers, and fighting. Like, it, it was very simple. And, yeah, Don, like, I, I really I really enjoyed that, that, that scene. Yeah, one of my favorite. Can I point scenes. out a negative? Of course you can. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't expect hey, anything hey, less. If we are this far into the movie and you're just now going to put, point out a negative, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So, first off, I do agree that the scene was amazing. It looked really, really cool and really pretty. But yes. while it was you're happening. Done. You're done. You're done. All right, while Don, it was happening. <laughs> I had the thought, and this is weird because it pulled me out of the movie. Peeps, you know how I hate that shit. I know. But I know. I'm sitting there watching this, and I'm like, do I really need all this, though? Yes. Like, it made me... <laughs> of course <laughs> you do. It's a Star Wars movie. Why wouldn't we want a lightsaber fight? <laughs> no, it made me think of the original movies. And going back, and what was so special about them was the two characters and what was going on with the characters and the fighting with them. And don't get me wrong. I love action, and I want the cool fight. But it just it became it took away from really what was being happening, and just to me it was just kind of like let's find an excuse to make a really badass scene. Which don't get me wrong, that's really cool. But it really made me go like you know the big fight scene in Return of the Jedi. It was just like dark, and you just see the glowing sabers and the silhouettes fighting, and oh that was an empire, and then like uh, whatever. It was super cool, and it was super yes. simplistic, and it worked so well. And now they have to like. Oh, first we're, first we're gonna fight on this planet. Now we're gonna fight on this planet, and we're gonna come up with all these different ways to be like so crazy. Like if to me it was more about being crazy than it was about being impactful. Like if you're gonna have a cool badass scene, yes, give it to me. But give me a reason why it was impactful like, what... though, so man. I, this scene is super man. impactful because they fight and they fight, and she's giving it her yeah. all, and she even tires out at one point. You know, and that there, and she, and he, he's about to strike her down, and she's just like, you know, and then we get, of course, Leia, you know, injecting herself into it, basically giving up the rest of herself to just basically be like Ben to reach him one last time, which distracts him enough to where he drops his lightsaber, she grabs it and fucking stabs him through the chest with it. And then she's like, I did want to take your hand, you know, <laughs> and she's like, Ben's hand. You know, so, yeah. I mean, 
Dude, the scene is so fucking emotional and fucking packed with fucking goodness that I don't know what the fuck you're talking about right now. Okay, friggins. Okay, let, let let me let me let me let me break it down the way that I had seen that scene. Um, at this point, um, throughout this movie, uh, Ray had gone through a lot of um, struggles with her, uh, you know, dark side, light side balancing. Um, it even got to the point where Finn was talking to her in the ship and he's like, yeah, Ray, I know you. You're like a good person. He, she's like, you don't know me. You don't know anything that I'm capable of. And it was, I think it was right after the, um, you know, she killed, unquote quote unquote Chewbacca. And then even that, um, you know, some of our Star Wars nerds out there know that when you use lightning, you're actually tapping into the dark side. So the fact that she the lightning came out of her hand, um, she was tapping into the dark side. And then when she made it to this um planet and she fought that dark version of herself and then when Luke fought the other version of himself, he, you know, killed that other version, thus showing us, you know, he defeated the, the dark within him. She did not defeat that version of herself. She was interrupted by him. And then on top of everything else, he says, hey, this one thing that you need, I'm destroying it. What now? Get Come at me. And she's like, fuck you. And then just goes at him. And that's even Finn is like, Ray, come on, let's go. Let's get out of here. And she's like, Back the fuck off. And then, you know, she pushes him away. So this is Ray, in my opinion, more attacking Kylo than he is attacking her. He has been in her way from the beginning. So she's kind of wanting to kill him. And she kind of does. And then she has that moment where she then realizes, shit, this isn't who I am. And then, you know, heals him. But, like, yeah, th this to me, it it did mean a lot. This was... I know this wasn't the end of the movie, and we're used to these fights being at the end of the movie, but this was basically the last fight between Rey and, and Kylo. This was their final battle, and I tell yeah, that's, yeah, all right. That should have been the final battle, and by the way, I'll just tell you that that explanation you just gave was more emotional of an experience for me than watching the movie, so good job. It, it, it did it take two, it did take two, two, two go-throughs <laughs> for me to get that, I will say, but... I, but watching it, I was I'm, too distracted by the prettiness I of it. Know, and, and, that, and that's oh. what I'm saying. Like, I don't think it's it's kind of the fault of the movie, but I think in all the other movies that we enjoy that end up kind of falling short, there's been so many hands touching this movie and, and re-editing it and changing the overall story that we don't – those feels that we're supposed to feel, it, we're kind of confused and we don't actually get them because of the way that it's been delivered to us. I, I don't know. That's – Sorry. It was a hella emotional scene. It was great. <laughs> um, I really dug it. Um, so yes, yeah, so she, so she, uh, basically, like I said, jams the lightsaber right through him. He's dying. He's like, <gasps> like Miles Dyson, Terminator Two, and uh... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> great reference and uh so he's he's getting ready to die and like i said she's like she's like i did want to take your hand i wanted to take ben's hand not kylo's you know and she puts her hand over the scar and and heals him just like she did with the snake and it was pretty cool um because the scar on his face goes away also yeah which I, thought was really, really I noticed cool. that the second time through yeah. i didn't i didn't catch that the first time so yeah. so she heals That's so him. you know he's good now <laughs> I don't know about all that. She just healed his body. <laughs> so, um, so she heals him, and then she takes his ship, and she's like, "I'm gonna go end all this," and and she takes off, and um, and then 
we get a really cool moment where you hear, hey there, kid. And I was like, no. And yeah. uh, Harrison Ford comes back for another cameo. I roll. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I was waiting for get this moment. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Seriously? I was waiting. This oh, fucking was scene it. was so great, man. I'm fucking what? holding back tears. This oh. motherfucker just went eye roll. Okay, well, before he ru- before fr- Friggins goes and ruins this, I just want to set the stone. You know, fucking Kylo's there, the thing pans over, Han Solo is there, and he's just like, my son, he was like, you know, you need to do what you need to do. And basically they have this really cool conversation that really harkens back to The Force Awakens. And he even, uh, Kylo even says the same thing, like, I know what I need to do, but I don't know if I'm strong enough to do it. And he's like, I know you are. I love you. And he throws the lightsaber. Um, and it was just such a fucking cool scene, man. Because, I mean, to see the love there still from a father to a son, even though we all know what happened. And, and yeah. he's regretful for that. And his father still fucking is like, hey, you know, like, you couldn't save mom, but we're here to save you, you know, and... It just, oh my god, man, what a fucking and scene. And DX, just... I, I will say also, man, like with that, that there was that moment where Kylo, he said, Dad, and then like his mouth yeah. was moving, like he wanted to say something, and then he says, I know. Uh, Han Solo does that classic um, Empire Strikes Back uh, line with, I know. I know. You know, like, you don't even have yeah. to say it, like, I know. And gosh, like that was just so beautiful. I love that. I'm I'm right there with you, Doug. Thank you. Right Thank you. you. Oh my god. I, I mean, I, I don't just... know how the hell anybody <laughs> with a heart could not appreciate what that scene gave me. And I just say kudos to JJ and everybody for pulling off that cameo because I did not fucking expect that whatsoever. Oh. And and you know, and I know no, man definitely. Harrison Ford after Force Awakens was like, I'm done, I'm done, no yeah. more Star Wars, I'm out yeah. this bitch. You know, that's why he's he's like, I told JJ to kill me so I didn't have to be in all these fucking movies. You know, so <laughs> you know, so I really did not expect him to come back. So kudos to Harrison Ford for doing taking one for the team and coming yep. back and really just being that catalyst to turn Kylo back to Ben. Ben Solo and getting us on uh, the rightful path there. The first of the rise of Skywalkers as Ben Solo returns. So, okay, friggins, go ahead and shit all over it. <laughs> and shit all over it. Well, <laughs> I just think it was lazy writing. I mean, <laughs> I... <laughs> what? It's, it's a, it's a, it's a, the easiest uh, get out of jail card. It's just like, oh, let's bring Han Solo back. Like that's what's gonna make him switch back. To me, I thought it would have. It probably would have been Leia, but she died. <laughs> yeah, that would have made a lot more sense to me, and that I think would have been. That's what I think I was wanting, and um, obviously we can't get that because of everything that happened. So, um, but I just, I don't know. I thought for me, I want to see him change on his own will and his own realizations of what he's done and i guess maybe that is is that the symbolism of him like dealing yes. with this in his head yes. but yes. like it's also confusing yes. Han was not there <clears throat> he literally <laughs> said you're a memory i like, know that, that's but what it not is. real you're not real i didn't i you're didn't memory. like that they had to throw shoehorn him in there for to me it was no freaking reason i didn't like it i didn't like it okay. i thought it was lazy i thought you two so, okay Frickets, frickets, figure it out a different way. Frickets, 
Man, I would choke you with love if I was next to you right now. <laughs> but um, it looks like I don't have to do that. You're choking enough as it yeah, is. Yeah, I'm choking as it is. <laughs> um, so, like, again, he says, again, you're you're not real. You're just a memory. And then he replies, yeah, that's basically what I am right now. So, like, this is basically just showing us, because some people you like to see this artistic style of um, – dialogue where this is basically the inner battle that he's the inner struggle that he's going with i mean mm -hmm. we've known from the beginning that he has been struggling with this light dark like he is like a good guy trying to be bad is literally the whole bit with him and this is that moment that actually you know changes his mind and it isn't just the conversation between him and his dad it's everything that's built up to this point also that act of kindness that ray had had done like she he was dead she had killed him and she used her energy to heal him back you know and then and then she made that statement i did want to hold your hand you know i wanted ben and then fucked off and then that's where he's like having that inner struggle with himself he again he's been having it the whole time but this is the 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 the, the final this is the, the 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 straw that breaks the camel's back and again i appreciate instead of him just standing there looking into the ocean and then throws his lightsaber again we could have got an impactful scene with something like that but i like dx said liked the fact that they used harrison ford han solo like returning to show us this this struggle well, that he remember, had because let's take it back to force awakens again right because that was the whole thing was when you see kylo in force awakens and he talks to snoke that first time like snoke is like you're gonna have to interact with your dad and he's like, are you strong enough to do it? And he's like, yes, when the time comes, I'll do what I need to do. And you know he's still struggling. And it's not yeah. until that moment on the catwalk there when they're when they're face-to-face -face when he says, you know, I know what I need to do, but I don't know if I'm strong enough to do it. That was his battle to go light side or fully dark side and commit to it. Mm -hmm. right. And he kills him committing to the dark side. So I right. love that this scene kind of replayed itself in this movie and he made there the was a, other decision to throw the there lightsaber. There was a lot of lines from that that scene too that they used exactly. in this. It was a, it was a call. He the whole again, scene was I know a callback. I need to do, but I don't know if I'm strong enough to do it. He's like, you can and you will. And he threw the lightsaber and he made that full choice to be like, I'm gonna go light side now, and and switch back over. So it just what a, I thought it was beautiful, no yeah. trope at all. But to sit there and, and harken back to that. Because you can clearly see that was the turning point for him to turn evil in the first movie, and this was the turning point for him in this movie to go back to the light side. I get the comparison and everything, and the reasons why they did it, but I just feel like it's lazy. And plus, I think You're Adam Driver, friend. Adam Driver is such a good actor. That dude can act the shit out of anything. Like that, you, you or one of you guys said about him just standing there staring at the ocean and then throwing it, like. Any other actor, maybe not, but Adam Driver, he could have made that scene work, and I think it would have been more impactful and more emotional. But I do, and they they probably could have even shot it a little bit different, like maybe Endgame style, where like he's looking into the ocean and then everything goes black, and it's just him standing, you know, in a dark in the darkness, go. talking to go. maybe the memory or something. Like I I get it, but you say lazy. I'm pretty sure Harrison Ford got paid for this, so <laughs> yeah, that's lazy. True. And that's true. They Good paid for a pretty penny, you know. <laughs> Good with the scene and him. bringing them in there and lines and all that, but yeah, man, I, I like the, like DX said, like I hear you, friggins. I, I trust me, I do. Um, it does definitely. I could see how you could feel that it's like shoehorned in there, but I, I, 
I, at the end of the day, I I appreciate I, I like Han Solo, and I, I, I this is <laughs> I thought I was never going to see Han Solo no, or Harrison Ford as Han Solo again, and then I get him, and then it's this emotional scene. It's not just a stupid again. He's like a, a one of the pilots. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> hey, I wasn't really dead. No, I don't know. But... His force goes flying the ship. <laughs> hey guys. Well... To close on the topic, I'll note that I realize that I'm like in the one percent of the entire population of people that watch this movie. I'm sure, uh, but Maybe. it is. Uh, it, it was. It was funny because the whole theater when they showed him, you hear all the gas like. <gasps> but me, I was like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> that was the only... Heartless, cold hearted <laughs> Okay, so moving on, <laughs> we uh, we now go back. To the island, the island of Luke Skywalker, right where we where we grew to love in the Last Jedi, and Rey is there. She's crashed um, Kylo's jet, and she's blo- she's got it on fire. She's smashed it, everything. She's like, "Fuck this ship! I'm not going anywhere." And then she goes to throw the lightsaber into the fire, and a ghost hand catches it, and it's good old Luke, right? We finally see Ghost Force Luke. Um, and, uh, it's pretty cool. He comes out and he says, uh, that's no way to treat a Jedi weapon, (laughs) which I love because this is the same guy that just chucked it over his shoulder in the last movie. Right. Um, I I love that this movie was a big fuck you to Ryan Johnson for everything. Ryan Johnson said, fuck you to JJ in the second movie. No, no, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. So, uh, so she's like, I'm doing what you did. Uh, I found out I'm fucking a Palpatine. I'm not going to go evil, so forget it. I'm just going to stay here forever and die. And he's like, you can't do that. Uh, I, I was wrong. You. I was wrong. I needed to train yeah. you better. And he and he gives her um, Leia's lightsaber, which was actually a really cool scene um, because you're like, oh, shit, Leia had a lightsaber. <laughs> and they do this flashback scene of Luke training Leia, and they show like a young version of both of them kind of fighting in the woods. And Leia has the force vision of Ben turning bad. So she gives up the lightsaber and says, nope, I can't do this. And hopefully I'll I'll be able to save my son. So uh, (laughs) she gets she gets the lightsaber and now she's got two. And he's like, you're going to take both sabers to the ice planet and you're going to fuck up Palpatine. and You're going to win the day. And this is something you have to do on your own. I already fought my fight. This is up to you now. And she's like, well, how can I get there? And, of course, he rises up the X-Wing out of the water that he crashed onto that planet with uh, many, many, many years ago. Uh, So pretty cool scene there. Uh, She takes off and basically heads straight to the planet and then also feeds the coordinates to Poe and Finn and all them um, who have now regrouped. They are now in charge now that Leia has passed away. Um, And basically they're thinking, you know, hey, if we go to this fight, Hopefully the rest of the uh, universe will come <laughs> help us out, but we'll see how it goes. And uh, so they follow Ray over there. Um, Ray, of course, goes to take out Palpatine, which Palpatine's grand plan is he's like, hey, you're going to strike me down. And when you <laughs> do that, because of that hatred, we're going to merge and you're going to become the Empress and we're going to fucking rule the world and the Sith will be back. And she's like, I will not do that. And he's like, yes, you will. And he opens the fucking roof and he's like, if you don't do it, I'm going to kill all your friends. And she's like, oh, shit. So then she's like, all right, I guess I got no choice. And she's getting ready to strike him down. And then Ben shows up. And Ben shows up. He comes in. 
he he's he's ready to get his ass whooped by the Knights of Ren. Um, and then Ray with the lightsaber she's about to strike down Palpatine with lets it go, and then it ends up in Ben's hand. So then he's like, hell yeah! And then he starts gets to finally fight with the blue lightsaber, uh, which is pretty awesome. Um, now, I do want to segue on a part that I not necessarily a part, but something that did bug me in the movie in general, and that's the Knights of Ren. Um, <laughs> Thank you. We agree. The Knights Finally. of Ren was a concept oh, no. that we saw in Force Awakens that I thought was really cool. Right? It was that Ben turned bad and he took some of the other students from Luke's Academy and they became the Knights of Ren. Right? They became this really yeah. cool group. Hell yeah! In the Last Jedi, there's no motherfucking Knights of Ren. Knights of Ren. They're gone. <laughs> I don't know what the hell happened. They're on a mission. They're on a mission. In okay, let's pretend that happened. Or vacation. And then, <laughs> Maybe vacation. So, so we go back now. We got JJ back. So JJ's like, man, give me my fucking Knights of Ren back, right? So I'm like, hell yeah, the Knights of Ren are back. These motherfuckers don't do shit in this movie. And then on top of that, it doesn't seem like any of them have any fucking force powers. Because I, I feel right. like, like they barely could fight. None of them had lightsabers. And I was like, aren't these supposed to be Jedi trainees? Like, I was really like confused Jedi by killers, the lack of I these thought, fucking I thought, guys. I thought, I I thought Kylo and the Knights of Ren hunted down all the Force potential people and killed them. So I was like, all right, some Jedi killers. All right, there we go. But, yeah. It was like the only thing that was cool about the Knights of Ren was the uh, Michael Bay shot of them on top of the, oh, yeah. the, the, the damn boy cliff. band shot on top of the mountain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna pick up my sword go. and I'm gonna put it down. I'm gonna put it on my shoulder and then I'm gonna put it down. I'm gonna twirl real fast. And then they show up for this fight at the end of the movie and they just get their asses handed to them worse than the 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 Red Knight soldier dudes that yeah. snow cat. So, this is what I think happened. I think the actual Knights of Ren in The Last Jedi, they kind of fucked off and they're doing their own like badass mercenary work throughout the universe. And then Kylo just hired a new group of Knights <laughs> of Ren. Um, you know, they're, they're like awesome. those, they're those red, um, you know, guys from the Snoke's room. Some of one of the, some of those dudes. Yeah. And uh, hey, you want to be in our new Knights of Ren band? And yeah, you want to be in my no, I, <laughs> those guys put up a better fight than the Knights of Ren did. Yeah. Uh, th- th- I that I, I I hear you I I but at the same time I think the um the excitement for the Knights of Ren kind of faded with me after Force Awakens like you know when we we all was talking about those dudes like who the fuck are the Knights of Ren like how do we get more of those guys and we're so stoked about who they could pick. they were the Boba Fett you know of, of that movie they barely gave us anything but they gave us enough to 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 to, to get us bloodthirsty about them but uh over the next several years it just kind of lost interest and then when they didn't do anything i was like yeah whatever that's that's about right <laughs> that's about right so i i yeah. I, I do see though how friggins you're you're pretty disappointed because i'm sure you've been waiting ever since force awakens to see them do something so yes those was like I, that was the most exciting thing i i had going for me going into the movie and also one of the biggest disappointments of the entire movie so that was a big bummer as well yeah, but no, definitely was. Um, I just expected more, especially for people that were supposed to be Jedi trainees. Um, and I'm just like, okay, they, these guys don't do shit. Um, so Kylo basically whoops all their asses by himself, and then um, shows up to help Ray. And um, they're getting ready to lay the smackdown on Palpatine, and Palpatine f- starts to feel the Force out of both of them, and he talks about how 
oh, they're this dyad of the Force because of the two of them, because one I roll. Know, uh, comes from the lineage of Vader, and then the other one's a Skywalker, like, like, and the Palpatine, like, just the the lineage between them is so strong that that Force healing power that they did the whole movie starts to go into Palpatine and he's able to kind of suck it out of them and you see like his hands repair and his skin repair and and he's like oh fuck Ray I don't need this shit anymore I'll do it myself I'm going to be the <laughs> emperor now uh once again and basically pretty much almost kills the both of them and he's feeling good and he starts shooting electricity in the sky and all the ships are starting to get ready to crash and everything um Ben None starts, of them actually do, though. No, which is funny. They're falling for quite some time. Yeah. <laughs> with right. no, it with was so no pointless. <laughs> and uh, so uh, it looks like very, very dire times. And uh, Ben starts to get up, and Palpatine's like, get out of here, bitch, and like basically flicks him off the mountain, and he goes flying. And then um, he's shooting the electricity back up in the sky, and then this is when Ray starts to open her eyes, and I didn't realize this the first time either, but in the second time I watched the movie, when you first see her in the movie and she's floating in the forest with the rocks and everything, she's saying, mm-hmm. um, be with me, right? She's saying, be with yeah. me, be with me. And oh, I, right, I right, didn't right, yeah. really know what the fuck she was doing. And then you get it at the end of the movie, she's talking to the other Jedis. Be with me, be with me, and then you start to hear the voices. We're with you, Ray. We're with you, and, and it's all the voices, man. Obi Wan, Qui Gon, you know, fucking Anakin, uh... <laughs> <laughs> whoever that was joined in. Too. Babu Frick was there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, uh, you know that you you hear Luke. You hear everybody. Just we're with you, Ray. We're with you, and so she gets up. And he's like, you can't battle the power of the Sith. And she's like, I can because I have all the Jedi with me. And she's holding back his electricity with the lightsaber. And then she pulls the other lightsaber out and kind of does an X with it. And she's able to kind of bounce the power back at him, which fries his ass. And he, like, fucking blows the fuck up. And and she wins. And it's awesome. And uh, the ships all come back online. And they start taking down these Star Destroyers. And um, the whole damn galaxy shows up in the nick of time and start taking everything out together. Like a thousand ships show up. It's a pretty cool moment, uh, with Lando in the lead with oh. Chewie and the Falcon. Um, <laughs> another eye roll. Come on. I, I won't say eye roll. I'll say missed opportunity <laughs> with all those ships. Like all of them. Did they have to do that? Many? Oh, it was so ridiculous. It was also, by the hey, way, man, that the whole, whole in- fucking universe was fed up with the first order, right? Oh, God. It's time to get the revenge. <laughs> the amount of bad guy ships, number one, was stupid. And then they overkill it with the amount of good guy ships, which was also stupid. <laughs> they should have all I, came out of warp speed and just started smashing into each other because there's so many ships. <laughs> exactly. And also, as a side note, this was endgame. They already did it. Like, the whole thing about dude, um, it's, it's the same thing. It's friggins, like oh, on your left. On your left, <laughs> dude. Friggins, I agree. Like the Deus Ex Machina moment. Like I, I knew it was coming, and and Poe was like, "That's They're it. We're going to lose. Yeah. We're going to lose." I'm like, three, two, uh-huh. one. You know, and but I will say, like. I would have liked, and this is, I would have liked for another uh, endgame moment for us to see, like, callbacks to all the different rando ships that we've seen over the years. Like, what if, like, a little Naboo ship was, like, floating around, and then we got a freaking Cloud City orange dual pilot ship 
you know, bopping up and down, and then maybe we got a Utini, you know, I don't know, like a Jawa. <laughs> you have problems with Wedge showing up, but you want a freaking Jawa? Come on, please. It's Wedge. No, that's a, yeah, no, I'm, I'm a complete hypocrite with it with that statement. Oh, but okay. <laughs> don't just give me Wedge. Give me Wedge, and then give me, give me like a band of the. I like it. I like it. And then know. even after that, when you know, it's the whole I am Iron Man. I am the Jedi. It's like the same exact thing. Ah, whatever. Maybe. It really was, and honestly, like uh, that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> it, and it, I didn't really get it. What? Because she has two sabers. That's all she really needed to push it back. Like, well, she had and then the why did power she... of all the Jedi within her. <laughs> she well, she could have just did that with her pinky. Then I guess I don't know. But... <laughs> Looks cool it... with his sabers. I guess. I guess I, I also didn't get why she died after that. I. I, I... Oh, I didn't, it's I didn't the same thing, that. man. All these motherfuckers only have so much energy, and once they fucking exude it all, they just pass the fuck out. Oh, know? that's true. That's how Luke died. So. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's just that's how they all fucking work, man. That's why every time Baby Yoda uses his powers, he fucking passes out for ten hours. Like it just it well, takes too much out of him. Time? Huh? I'm just kidding. I, I'm being an ass. I said he dies every time. Uh, no, I'm not saying no. he dies every time, but but no, she had to use so much to take him out. Like that, she had to use up all her life force to do it. Um, you know, just like how Leia used all hers to fucking say Ben one last time and fucking get through to him. You know. Just... So then Ben does Ben use all his to bring yes, Ray back? Is exactly. that what's happening? Yes. Oh, so geez. did you, you did you not get that? <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, so yeah. So uh, so yeah. She basically falls down and and she dies at this point uh it's kind of crazy and then of course ben comes crawling out and he's like no and he's holding her in, in his hands and he's like okay obviously ray could fucking heal me maybe i could heal her and he puts his hand on her and brings her back um and then they have their little moment and they kiss i roll um, i roll and i will i roll the kiss i was like really after all <laughs> this like we don't need we don't need the kiss we don't need it um but then after that um you know, she's like, oh, I'm so happy to see Ben. And he's like, yeah. And then he fucking dies <laughs> and vanishes, poof, and his shirt just falls to the ground. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, I, I think he had to use so much force power because she was actually dead. You know, everybody, everything else we've seen has been them healing people, you know, which still takes a lot of energy. But uh, I guess bringing somebody back from the dead, it was a, a, a life for a life, you know, kind of thing. So he sacrifices his for her. Um, you know, and um, she gets to live. Ooh, I just now thought about the whole uh, Anakin bit. I need to prevent people from dying. Like, that's literally oh, what he did. Like, that, yeah. He brought somebody back from the dead. Crazy. And it was the balance, too, a balance of the force. Like Don said, a life for a life. It's equal. Uh-huh. Right, right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, come on, like, I don't know. I, I don't want to get into too much, you know, going to left field, but we, we pretty much finished the movie at this point, DX. I know you got some more things you want to cover, and I'll, I'll let you, but just on this moment right here, it this moment definitely um, disappointed me because this bond that Ray and um, Kylo have had, you know, throughout each movie, um, I, I've, I just wanted to know why, like, why do they have this connection? And we don't get that. I feel like we don't actually get that answer and it can't, I, I wanted something more. I think the answer is they're just both that 
um, strong with the force that, you know, they're, they're on a whole new level. But I, I was kind of hoping for a little they're bit a more. Of whether... the force. Palpatine explained this. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> what? The, the diet thing. That, like, yeah. it's all of the Jedi in one person, essentially, and all of the Sith in another. Uh, so it was all, uh, all of the, the, the Sith. two of them together just had a Hilo? connection that was stronger than anything else. And then that's why, like... They could do things that the other Jedi's couldn't do. They were they were special. They were they were a dyad in the Force. Like they were they were a special connection that just the two of them together exuded something different. I know. I just I just didn't know why. You know, and and why? Like first I thought maybe there were twins. You know, like that would make sense. Like that's why they have that, that connection. Or sense. yeah, I know, but. Um, <laughs> And see, yeah, this is know. part of the problem in the movie is now you have to go and buy the, the, the books they sell to fight, to get the definition of what a dyad is. There's a book that, that has that definition in, out there now. There's also an explanation of the, the, the Knights of Ren. And they talk about them not actually being like followers of Ren. Like apparently, I, I guess the Knights of Ren had been a thing way before um, Ben came around. So, you know, I, I think that's just it's more of the world building that they choose not to explain in full detail in the film itself, but they expect you, you know, as a, a consumer to throw more money at them to go out and buy like the additional materials. I'm sure some of it will be explored in comic books or novels, or, you know, maybe we'll get some TV show spinoffs on the Disney plus or whatever, but you know, it's just one of those things. I think that they give you a touch on it. So that people like us can talk about it, discuss it. Someone can go out there, read it, give an explanation of it online, etc., and that kind of thing. All right. Okay. Well, right. we win the war. Uh, we go back to the planet. Everybody's celebrating. Uh, we see Ray reunite with uh, Poe and uh, and Finn, which which I I felt a very big connection to that scene when they're all huge. Hugging. That's that's huge. another time I had to kind of wipe a tear away and was like, oh yeah, man. Man. Like, yeah. like they were just so like, oh, we survived this thing and we made it and through everything. Um, uh, another big moment too was, uh, and I can't remember which part or if this happens at the very end or it's a little bit earlier, but when they do go back to that planet after um, Leia has passed and Chewie finds out and he's like, no. Um, you know, Chewie's reaction to Leia dying was uh, pretty phenomenal. Um, because once again, I mean, this is another dude that's lost all his friends and now he's lost pretty yeah. much the last person that, you know, he really knew and, uh, man, hell of a scene right there. But so they're all celebrating. They've won, they've won the war. Um, and then we kind of, uh, we fast forward a little bit and we see Ray land on Tatooine and she goes back to Luke's, uh, home, which we haven't seen really since, uh, the first movie and, she goes down and she's checking it out and it's pretty much all covered in sand at this point. Um, and she buries the two lightsabers in uh, the sand there, um, which I was like, damn, man, what's she doing, man? She needs to hold on to those. Those are a gift. <laughs> but she, she buries them there. Um, and then she turns on her staff and her staff has kind of a yellow goldish uh, lightsaber in it now, which is pretty cool. I wish we would have saw a little bit more with that. Um, and then, uh, a lady walks up and she's like, it's been so long since I've seen anybody here. Who are you? And she's like, I'm Ray. And she's like, Ray who? And, um, and she looks off in the distance and she sees the force ghost of Luke and Leia. And she says, Skywalker, I'm Ray Skywalker. 
And, uh, and that's the end of our saga, man. She stands and looks at the uh, sunset, and it's very reminiscent of the shot of Luke looking at the same sunset there on uh, Tatooine. And, uh, and we wrap. And uh, that is the end of the Skywalker saga that started in 1977 with A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, and then, of course, we got the prequels, Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, and then leading into this newest trilogy here with Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and, of course, Rise of Skywalker. Man, nine films, a culmination um, of this awesome, awesome saga uh, for Star Wars. So, uh, hell of a ride, man. Hell of a ride. Um, So, final thoughts as far as this movie goes um kind of roll it over to you guys i think i've said most of my uh points at this point um highs and lows as we kind of went along the journey but anything else you guys want to touch on any other eye roll moments for fred that he maybe wants to uh dig into i'm curious about that (laughs) yeah uh, because i'm sure he's got more um but yeah i mean i kind of roll it over to you guys uh to uh take it from here any other final thoughts on uh, rise of skywalker what do you think, peeps? You want the negative first, so you can counter with the positive, or you want to go and stack on the positives and I can oh, close I'm, on the negative? I, I, I'm like in the, the the football position, ready to ready to go at you as soon as you say something. So it's you, you go, you go. Well, you know, you talked about eye roll moments. Some of them you touched on, and I just wanted to revisit um, real briefly. I know we're trying to close out here, but the sand pit, pit scene. I wanted to point out how stupid it was for them to have a sand trap that leads into a perfectly aired and ventilated um, underground tunnel. Like, what's the point of the trap then? I don't know. I thought that was kind of stupid. Um, and then the healing power in general. Like, I don't know why. When Baby Yoda does it, I was like, oh, that was cool. And then when Ray does it, I was like, man, why does everyone got to get new big old ass powers? Like, back in the day... Luke struggled to pick up a couple of rocks, and now like they're moving ships and whatever. No, 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 no. That's when he was training. I'm he struggled with the rocks. I'm okay. exaggerating, you know. Right. And then one thing we didn't talk. Oh, well, let me talk about this. C3PO not having his memory erased was so stupid. I thought it was bold for them to say, "Oh, he's gonna have to have his memory." Like we're actually gonna have an impact. Like something has to be is gonna happen. That's going to ha- cause a, a, a long-lasting negative impact on one of the main characters, and that's for C-3PO to not have his memory. Like, he'll still be alive. It's Star Wars. They're not going to kill him off. But, like, for him to not have his memory was a big deal for me. And then they just were like, oh, well, no, you know, RCD details will back him up. I was like, ah, of course. So, yeah. I do want to mention, too, the funny scene of fucking when they mentioned <laughs> Babu Frick. And C-3PO went, oh, my oldest friend. <laughs> yes, that, that, oh, yeah, that's so one of my hilarious. oldest friends. So funny. That was great. Um, <laughs> one of my biggest... <laughs> there he is, there he is. <laughs> Nicely done. Nicely done. <laughs> so one of my biggest complaints from not only this movie, but also The Last Jedi, was this whole new stupid power about the transferring of stuff, like that memory discussion, cell phone talk, I thought was the dumbest thing in Last Jedi. And I thought they made it even worse in this movie. I hated the fact that they could transfer items across the entire universe to each other. And then it's just explained off because they're part of the diet. Whatever. All those is a couple eye roll moments for me that I wanted to throw out there. And I will close on my last eye roll moment. There's probably more. Um, uh, I, you know, And I've talked about some of them throughout. 
But the hey, hey, just so you know, you're you're you know where they do that wrap up thing. You're wrapping yourself up here. You know, no one's no one's forcing you off, buddy. Uh, I I I feel like the the time pressure. So okay, maybe slow down a little bit. Because uh, I have a couple more things I wanted to point out other than the eye roll moments. So that's why I'm trying to go. With that. <laughs> and then the last one was the the uh, the Skywalker last name. Like somebody explained that to me. That just makes no sense. Like she just picked it like, um, you know what? I like the Skywalker name better. So I'm going to go with that one. Like obviously yes. she wasn't go with Palpatine. I, yeah. It no. It makes it, perfect it, sense. It, it, yeah, like the Skywalker name, as you remember from the other movies, like it's legendary. It's a legendary, you know, and the, if she's going to continue with the Jedi and, and the way of the Force, you know, what better way to do it than to use the, the, the Skywalker name? Yes, think... there's some bad in it, but there's also like a lot of good in it. And I don't know, she that, that's when she went back to the... Um, you know, to, to Luke's home, you know, there's just some Skywalker nostalgia from bits from Leia and Luke. Like, that's all she knows. She doesn't know about Vader, you know, or she does, but like, she just knows the, of the goodness that Le- that Luke and Leia has shown her. So like, she just wants to pass that on to the next generation. So she's going to use the Skywalker name to help pass on the good that she had. Um, well, her know. looking over and seeing the Force Ghost of Luke and Leia, watching her and smiling and nodding in approval, was just that thing that she needed to be like. She found herself at that moment, like I'm a Skywalker, like you know, like I, I've I've seen so many things. To be honest, if you look through social media, um, a lot of people on Twitter that are um, adopted um, foster kids um, that that just connected so well to that scene where they were like, you know. Like, I don't know my real parents, you know, like they, they, they were assholes. Like they, they dumped me, they left me. And now this other family took me in. And so, yeah, my last name is theirs. I'm not full blooded. I'm not the part of that, you know, I'm not part of that lineage, but that's my parents. Those are the people that took care of me. Those are the people that taught me. So I'm proud to be X, you know? And, and when I read it from that standpoint, I was like, man, that's, that's really fucking awesome that it was a sense of belonging and and that's what she had, man. Like she never knew her parents, and the people that took care of her were Leia and and Luke teaching her the ways. So you know her having that connection and, and finding herself and saying like, "Hey, I, I I have a name now, and it's it's Skywalker." Um, it was a perfect wrap to something called the Skywalker <laughs> saga, you know, to really bring it uh, all the way around. So I mean, I, I yeah. thought it was awesome. Well, yeah, that explanation Scott. is fantastic. I mean, I think that that definitely makes you look at it in a different light. But I think the problem is that the movie doesn't convey that kind of message. Uh, at least it didn't to me. Um, and I, I personally didn't see anything wrong with her just being Ray. Like, I wanted her to be like, I'm just Ray. Like, she is herself. She is who she is. Like, that's what I, I thought the whole message was, was going to be about her being her. And um, so for her to take on the other name, I didn't get that. But the so, fact that that's hitting people in that way, I think that's great, and I think yeah, that's that's and, a good message. Then. And Friggins, I'm thinking you're you're kind of going into this the same way that Peeps goes into uh, the majority of the uh, X Men films. <laughs> I mean, I think you're going into it with a sourpuss face on it, and then as the movie goes on, and yes, as you do experience those eye roll moments, you're just like kind of closing your mind to like, you know, what is this scene really saying? Um, where again, you know, you've told me sometimes, Sean, you just gotta, you know, just gotta shut off your brain and just kind of go with the flow, bro. You know, just, you know, don't, yeah, you, yeah, it could have been better, but you know, sometimes you just gotta go with it, man. So friggins, sometimes you just gotta go with it, man. I see what you're saying. I see what you're doing here. But, uh, you know, again, you I went into this movie thinking? hyped, man. 
I did think it was going to be good. And it wasn't until like walking into the theater that I started getting concerns just because I've been hearing a lot of negative feedback. So I started to get a little worried. But up to that moment, I was I was pretty stoked for it. And I even thought it was going to land on my top 10 um, of 2019. So I was I was very, very kind of ready to see, um, you know, the, the Knights of Ren and, and what else they were going to throw at me. But I think overall, I walk away thinking, you know, I look at it as um, a piece of work that was completed and it feels choppy. It doesn't feel really well done. It does. I told you, I thought the pacing was crap. I thought some of the dialogue was crap. I thought some of the story decisions was crap. And you mentioned it earlier, Pete, um, when you talked about how the um, the company got in in the way of the the um, uh, creating of this overall story and oh, yeah. and even stepped on JJ. Stepped all over JJ and and caused him to not be able to do some of the things that he originally wanted to do. So I think it shows, and that's the problems that I have with it are really a structural um, standpoint. And right. then it stands off from from those kinds of decision making where you have some person way up high in a corporate office who says, "Well, I don't want to do this. I wanted to do this because it's going to make." you know, more money or it won't make us money if we do this or that. And they just start throwing in that forcing in their own ideas to stomp sure. all over, uh, you know, something that probably made a whole lot more sense. Yeah. And we can't get past that. That's the way the, the world runs. But um, although I had a lot of complaints and I really went a, a little um, <laughs> a little overboard on the dark side of this, um, I still had fun with it. I did think it was enjoyable. You know, I talked to, I was talking crap about the water scene, but that's that scene was beautiful. It was an amazing action scene. Um, I really enjoyed the uh, the rate, the driving away on the like sand dude speeder bike, you know, carts or whatever they, they had. Flying now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That scene was my. That was great. That probably ended up being my like favorite. I really wanted more of that. Opening scene with Kylo finding those weird dudes, but other than that, like that scene was probably my favorite, like the funnest scene of the movie, and um, and I also liked the new characters that they introduced, uh, but Zori is better than your your little buddy, buddy. What? <laughs> wow, whatever. Yeah, man, and and I mean, I'll, I'll I'll go ahead and take the mic. Thank you for handing it to me right now, Friggins. But um, no like problem. I said, um, you know, th- this movie has like a lot of faults i will say i will admit but it, it, it this movie has very much of a uh, age of ultron um feel to it and i say that like um what's his name um uh joss whedon um has stated that he will never do another marvel movie because of how much they actually changed his movie um the kind of same thing goes with the justice league movie you know the studio goes in and they change their version of the movie to the what they think we want to see and i think the same thing goes with this movie and it i don't know like which part of it was jj abrams what part of it was a re a redone a rewrite from the studio and i, I don't know and because of the two i don't think um, the studio had much involvement in this to be honest i, I i've seen things that jj has I've... said he will never work with disney again what? And there's been there's been leaked reports that have been coming. There out. have been some leaked reports, but they come from fucking Reddit, which is not a very viable source. <laughs> Always trace your sources. Anybody can no, write up some know. shit on Reddit and be like, "Well, there was a director's cut that was three hours long, and it was this, this, and that." <laughs> um, as far as I know, fucking JJ had a great relationship with fucking Disney. Um, there's a reason why they went back to him when they needed to do this movie, um, because they had no trouble with him when they made Force Awakens. 
Um, he wrote the script. He, he put this movie together. Um, so, you know, I, I'm sure there might have been little things here or there, but I don't think it's as big as some of these articles are kind of cracking it up to be. I don't think that yeah. there was this master JJ cut that uh, got screwed up by Disney. Um, sure, sure. Yeah, and and yeah, I, I hear you. And and again, you're you're completely right. Like I, you know, you're 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 my resource, Don. You're my source, so you know, I'll, I'll go off from what you say. But I mean, overall, like I, I did enjoy it. Um, again, as I said before, I think there was a lot of missed opportunities. I would have liked for the emperor to not be in the movie at all. I feel like, Agreed. again, from the very beginning of the movie to where he, with his hands, resurrects an entire, it's like he brought some ships back from the dead that would, they just built them underground. I don't know, but <laughs> okay. We have, a, we have like, like you said, 500 of these planet dis- destroying they all, yeah, ships. They all have like Death Star technology on them. Yeah, like they they spent all that time building that you know Star Killer base, and fuck, we had these things the whole time, and then the whole like you know and like oh yeah, I killed Snoke, I made Snoke, and I thought he was just being like you know kind of like figuratively speaking, like he you know helped train Snoke, but then two seconds later you see like six Snoke clones inside of a. Like yeah. you literally made Snoke? What did they got like a like a build a bear Snoke yeah. workshop that you guys are working on? Or that what? was awesome. <laughs> like, a build a bear Snoke shop. Like I don't know, man. Like what the fuck is happening? But no, we're not going to talk about that. And I do feel, um, I feel that there were some shots taken at the Last Jedi, and I feel you that think? there were some nods. I feel there were some nods. Dude, I, I do say I'm that there's some you, nods to the Last Jedi. Force Awakens so. came out, then Ryan Johnson did Last Jedi, and he said, "Fuck JJ and what he did with Force Awakens. I'm gonna make my own fucking movie." And then fucking JJ comes back and he goes, "Fuck Ryan Johnson. I'm gonna make my own movie." Everything yeah. they did in those first two movies, they counteracted each other. Right. I mean, even down to the end of the movie, like the whole point of the, you know, Last Jedi is like we are literally on our own. Like this is this little ragtag group that we have right here. This is it. It's us versus them. And there's barely any of us. And then this movie happens and it's like, oh, wait, the whole universe is now the whole universe versus them. It's like, wow, that's two completely different. um, I don't know. But uh, I loved, and again, like you said, Don, I loved that moment when um, Ray, Finn, and Poe kind of like held each other at the end. Like, I fucking felt, felt it. it. Like, yeah. we've been through so fucking much, and we finally d- finished. Or did we? Because every time you destroy the Empire, they just come back, like, right. <laughs> even like a stronger. of them off to the corners, being like, they, no, no, no. They are so fucking Hydra. I, 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 I think they should be in the MCU. But... but Whatever, I, I I thought it would have been a better movie if they would have kind of focused on, um, I was kind of hoping that we were going to go towards that actual balance. When you think about balance in the Force, I don't think that we're just going to completely destroy the dark, or we're going to completely destroy the light. We're going to implement both sides. We're going to embrace the dark side of us, and we're also going to embrace the light and create like a peace and i thought that's what ray's character was going to do we were going to get our gray jedi um a a thing that people know from the expanded universe and a person that is not one or the other they just they're they're just a 
perfect combination of the two. And I didn't get that. And I was a little bit disappointed with that. Um, you know, I, I don't really know where we're going to go um, past this. And that's fine because this was the end of the chapter. So, you know, we're probably never going to see these actors again until they're like, you know, in their 60s or something like that. Who knows? Yeah, but, right. Um, I, I just wanted more with the characters. I, I, less Are you raised Rebels versus. Yeah. 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 That. And she's like, who? Oh, yeah, I am Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're, oh, we're using our fake names. Okay, hey. Um, Superhero names. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we, we, we've how, how many movies have we done Rebels versus Empire? And I just would have liked this movie to be, of course, keep that element there. But let's just kind of focus a little bit more on maybe our, our characters and, and things that they, you know, like, issues that they've had and and even the whole palpatine like friggins has a and i we have a problem with names being the you know source of the character's power um kind of with the uh i know you haven't seen this don but the um the fantastic beast movie um you know there's a name that you find out that a character is actually related to another character in the harry potter universe you're like okay so i'm supposed to care because they carry this person's name and now they're all of a sudden stronger than anybody else and the the whole power of a name and oh you're a Palpatine like why couldn't she just be Ray Smith I don't know and you're a Palpatine and you're going my son was weak and you're going to be the next source of what just fucking have your spirit travel into Kylo just do it right now you could do it right now I don't know and and the fact that they are making us think that only the Palpatines can use electricity but Count Dooku used electricity so it's like. <laughs> Was no, he I, Palpatine's son or no, something? No, no, no. I, I, I didn't get that only Palpatines can, use, pa, Palpatines can use electricity. I just like when you tap into the dark side, that's when you can use it. And that's pro- probably why we hadn't seen it come from Kylo, because he had that good struggle within him. I don't know. Maybe. Possibly. I'm kind of reaching here. But <laughs> um, but like I said, I mean, overall, I, I could, like Friggin said, I could probably go on and on about like little teeny tiny moments of the movie that either bothered me or I, or I really, really loved. Yay! But overall, like, I did have a good time. I wanted to, to see Star Wars. Unfortunately, I'm spoiled with the MCU and everything that they've done. They're able to give me a great story along with acting and super, and special effects and and just get me wanting more and, and give me put tears in my eyes along with laughing. And they're able to do that. But unfortunately, I was kind of hoping from that with this movie and I, I didn't necessarily get it and, and that's okay because I mean Star Wars is Star Wars you know we have there's a civil war within Star Wars right like especially with um uh the last Jedi like Star Wars fans <laughs> we all want different things some group of fans want lightsaber battles another group of fans wants you know story and dialogue and expansion into like the greater universe that is Star Wars and other people just uh I just want to hear the word Skywalker like all throughout the entirety of the movie and see what what else is Skywalker going to do? I don't know, but the end of the day, like I said, I I was happy and um you know, I'm sure we'll get into our star rating and I don't know DX uh I know Friggins and I are ready to 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 show where where we rate this movie in terms of the over the overarching uh, oh, yeah. world of Star Wars, but um, so. there's, a, there's 11 of them. <laughs> there's not 11 but, of them it's not how you do there's it 11. Right? we're talking Skywalker Saga which is 9 films alright Rogue One and Solo do not count 
in the overall saga that we are discussing right now. So you're going to have to figure that out. <laughs> we're... So no solo, no rogue one. You're going to cut out two of my favorite ones. Yeah. But I mean, Kylo was a solo. So it's kind of like a solo Skywalker solo, saga. Solo, no, Skywalker saga. The nine main ah. films of the saga, which I it's do not have a ranking of. Uh, but because um, I had a feeling we might have done this, but nobody warned me and nobody talked about it. So I'm glad you both discussed it between yourselves and then came to the show with it. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no, I just have it on my letterbox. <laughs> I, I rank, like, everything. <laughs> um, so, yes, yeah, so go ahead and let's talk. Uh, what, what I want to do first before we go through the whole thing is I was looking forward to the star, your star rating and then ranking these three films of this trilogy um, between Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and Rise of Skywalker. So um, seeing where uh, it lands there for you guys. So... Uh, Friggins, let's go. All right. So for just these three, um, definitely this, that's easy for me. The force awakens, number one, rise of Skywalker, number two, and last Jedi way at the bottom at number three. If there's lower than three, let's go there. (laughs) Then what's your star rating? Oh, star rating. Um, like I said, I know I, I brought the negative to the, to the podcast episode here today. But I still had fun watching it. I did enjoy some of those scenes. Um, as I said before, I did laugh. I didn't get much emotion, but there was a lot of cool things to my visual experience. So I can't give it a super low score. I give it a three, pretty much right down the middle. It was good. I had a fun time. Um, I, everything that I didn't like about it and all of my problems and all of my beef really boils down to the fact of it was all preferential problems. So things that I just wish had been different. So, um, for that reason, I can't ding it too much. So, again, give it a three out of five. Okay. Peeps. All right. So, the the question is uh, ranking the, the new three, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I will say that my favorite movie of the new three is uh, Last Jedi. I actually watched it before we... Um, before we uh, recorded this evening, and I, I I found myself loving that movie just as much as I did before, and just just kind of appreciating everything that they did in it. So, Last Jedi, um, and then I would actually say um, Force Awakens, and then this one. So yes, so and your star ranking? um star ranking ranking man like this is this is this is difficult for me because again. You know, I know you don't like to do uh, decimals, DX. <laughs> so I, I'm trying not trying to stay away from that, my man. Um, and to say again, three means it's good. Yes. Uh, four means it's great, and then five is just like a completely perfect movie. And like with that thought, I wouldn't process, necessarily I say would... five means it's perfect. Just that you, to you you got what you wanted out of it, and you were very very thrilled <laughs> leaving the theater. Right. Yeah. Oh man, like I am I'm right there at three point five, I'm saying it. Three point five. Yeah. Nice. I, nice. Half stars I, are okay. I, I just I I, I I really enjoyed it. I really did, but there's just so many things like I don't know. I feel like you're more of a four based on the uh I do the, the two hour conversation we just had. So I don't know where this three point five is coming from, but uh and again, man, and I and I watched it a second time, and I I enjoyed it, and I I'm going to buy it when it comes out, and um, but there's just those little 
teeny tiny things like i don't know the whole villain of the of the entire movie that just bothers me why does he have to be there why is Bapple Bappletein alive i don't know i guess anybody can fall down a a a, a a tube and explode and then have the entirety of the death star explode and be like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, he must've totally did a lot good. of push-ups. He was on like a life support machine for most of the movie. True. And he lost a couple fingers. You're right. He did lose a couple fingers. So, um, I don't know, man, you're right though. Like I'm, I'm feeling like it's a four, but then and the fucking Babu. Gosh. Babu alone. She put know. you at a four. Just for that I don't know, dude. Zori really helped. She helped bump mine up to a three. Otherwise, I was thinking two and a half. <laughs> Speak this, now or forever then, hold your peace. Oh my gosh, I I can't, I can't. It's just I gotta see it like three more times. <laughs> okay, well, um, I would give it a five out of five because that's how I roll, and uh, I loved it coming out of the theater. It's exactly what I wanted out of it. Was, it, was there things I would change? Yes. Um, I, like I said, I don't look at it as a perfect movie whatsoever. You've heard my gripes as we've gone along, um, but I just I got a hell of enjoyment out of it. I felt good coming out of it. It gave me emotions, and it wrapped up a story that I've been following my entire life, and I absolutely loved it. So five out of five for me. Um, and when I ranked the new trilogy, I actually would put this one number one for me. Um, wow. I think it's the best out of the three. And then I would go Force Awakens, and then I would go Last Jedi. Um, and I did rewatch them all recently, too, before I saw it the Same. second time. Same. I really wanted mm-hmm. to do it before I watched it the first time, and I just did not have time to do it. Um, so I saw it that first time in IMAX, and then over the weekend, I watched Force Awakens uh, with my daughter, and because um, we were going to all go as a family, so I wanted her to kind of get familiar again with these characters so she knew what was going on when we went to the movie theater. Um, and so we watched Force Awakens on Saturday, then we watched Last Jedi on Sunday, and then we went and saw uh, Rise of Skywalker on Monday. And um, I think it helped a lot. It was really cool to have that fresh in my mind. And I love all three of these movies. So once again, ranking, this is kind of what we talk about when we rank the MCU films, right? We're like, hey, it's number 15. Doesn't mean it sucks. It just means like it's just other movies were above it. I I love all three of these. Force Awakens was great to kind of come back into this world, see people we know and love, and then also take it further along. Last Jedi, I, I don't really get the hate beyond that film. Because I love it as well, just like you said, Peeps. I mean, it's not my favorite, but I I love that film. It's got so many cool, cool moments in it, and uh, I had a great time with it. And then this one here just gives me everything I want. I mean, it's just, I I like when a movie just kind of gets to get going, and there's really no ramp up, and everything's where it needs to be, and we're just going balls to the wall. And that's what I thought this one was. I uh, realized when... I was thinking through how I was ranking these films uh, earlier today that I'm a big fan of the third film in each of these sets. Um, out of the original movies, Return of the Jedi is my favorite. 
out of the prequels, Revenge of the Sith is my favorite, and out of this one, interesting, uh, Rise of the Rise of Skywalker is my favorite. So the third film in each of the trilogies is my favorite out of the bunch. Which that I thought is was hilarious cool. that you say that, Don. I am not kidding. Like the second one is my favorite in each of the trilogies. <laughs> Attack of the That's Clones, what, and I'm is your all favorite? over the place. Huh? Attack of the Clones is your favorite? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Wow. Interesting. Yeah. I don't think I know anybody. That's funny because in, <laughs> in the prequels, I like um, Revenge of the Jedi, or uh, Revenge of the Sith, the most. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then in the um, the originals, I like Empire, and then in this one, I like the Force. So I'm three, <laughs> two, one. <laughs> That's awesome. And what one last thing I just r- briefly want to mention um, about this movie is so I did not like Last Jedi at all. Like I thought Obviously. it was the first time I you said uh, the first time three, I, and if it could go way farther down, you would yeah, exactly. I did not enjoy it at all. I recently rewatched it, and I will say I did like it more watching it the second time. Um, but I, it, it's funny because watching Rise of the Skywalker actually gave me a little bit more of an appreciation for Last Jedi because I was reading something online about Ryan Johnson and saying how you know he didn't like that Disney didn't want to challenge its fans. And I actually have a little bit of an appreciation for him because he did challenge us with, with trying to give us something we didn't necessarily want, uh, but trying to give us something we didn't expect. And whereas watching rise of the Skywalker, I realized this is a movie of them giving us exactly what, you know, the fans think they want, but maybe we don't really want that. I don't know. So it was, I thought it was really interesting um, and it was just something else to think about. But I do have a little bit more appreciation for Last Jedi now. Very cool. All right. All right. Well, I guess before we sign off, let's count down all nine of these films. I'll try to do it off the top of my head when we get to me. But uh, I'll go with oh, you, Friggins, yeah. first, and let's uh, let's roll it down. Oh, man, you picked me first. I was hoping you were going to pick Peeps first because I had to pull up my list. But. In the meantime, I'm trying to really drag out the statement while I'm looking up my That's list. That's fine. Too. I could just <laughs> yeah, hold we notice and we could go. And then oh, no, 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 no. I'm good to go no. now. I'm good to go now. So <laughs> my favorite Star Wars movie of all time is Empire Strikes Back. That one gets my number one spot. Oh, I'm supposed to start backwards and go for whatever. Number it's two wow, was spoiler me. Alert. <laughs> It'll probably be easier when it gets to me since I'm doing it off the top of my head to just go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> anyway, right, fair so. enough. Favorite Empire then number two would be the original Star Wars. Number three is Return of the Jedi. Number four is The Force Awakens. Number five, I have to skip. Number six, I have to skip. So then the next one would be uh, The Revenge of the Sith. Then Rise of Skywalker. Then Last Jedi. Then Clone, The Attack of the Clones. And then Phantom Menace. Okay. Peace. Right. Thank you. Um Okay, so uh, all right, so which way are we going, DX? Uh, you can start at one. Let's just go make it easier. <laughs> all right. Um, I agree with Friggins. My uh, number one favorite Star Wars movie of all time is definitely Empire Strikes Back. Uh, my number two um, is Last Jedi. Uh, then it goes to the original that brought us everything, A New Hope, number three. Uh, number four is A Force Awakens. Uh, then we go Return of the Jedi. And then we go Rise of Skywalker. And then it's the and then it's the prequels in the order of two three one. So, <laughs> Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, and then a Phantom Menace. Um, uh, pretty low, but again, it, it's not the like end. the worst. It's not like the worst movie ever. But yeah, and, um, not too much of a fan of the prequels. So. Yeah. Okay, 
Okay, let's uh, let's see here. <laughs> I was not ready for this. Um, you could do this, John. I, you could yeah, do it. Yeah. So number one would be uh, Return of the Jedi uh, for me, um, just from that classic old school vibe that always that was always my favorite. Going back to when they originally came out, so Return of the Jedi would be number one. Number two would be Empire Strikes Back. Uh, number three is actually going to be Revenge of the Sith uh, for me. And then number four would be the original Star Wars. Then, uh, let's see, then I would go with um, Rise of Skywalker, Force Awakens, Last Jedi, Attack of the Clones, Phantom Menace. Okay. Awesome. That that actually surprised me. I enjoy I actually do appreciate the Return of the Jedi being number one. You know, like as a kid, that was the first one I saw because they you know, they had come out so before I was born and everything. So and of course Boba Fett's my favorite. So I, I give you a lot of props for having that one as as your number one. Thank you. Yeah, I just you know, number Return of the Jedi for me just always stuck out in a different light just because I felt like it was such a different looking one compared to the other movies you know um i don't know it just had a different feel a different vibe to it and once again like i said i like the third movies in these sets because i'm i'm a guy that just i like when the story just goes like like there's no build-up right like in the original trilogy by jedi luke is already a badass jedi right he's got his green lightsaber he's fucking ready to rock fucking he's got his powers it's like let's go fuck this shit up right so it's like there's no real build up there's no setup to get to it it's just let's go and then in the prequels it's the same thing with revenge of the sith it's the build up it's anakin turning evil it's the it's the emperor showing who he truly is you know it's fucking shit up it's killing the younglings it's it's fighting obi-wan you know it's just it's that build up it's just let's go there's no more of that slowness of the first couple you know that go there and then same thing with rise of skywalker it's like okay Ray's got her powers now. We already know who the team is. We know who everybody is. Um, Snoke is gone. Kylo's fully bad. Let's go. You know, so it's just, uh, I don't know, for me, it's like, that's what I really love about this franchise is just those third movies are like, we've built up so well in the first two. By the third movie, it's like, let's just rock it. <laughs> let's go. And that's True. what I really dig. And I think that's why the, the thirds in each of the three trilogies stand out for me. I have a question for you guys. Is Finn force potential? Yes, he's force. That's what he was gonna say. Yep. Yeah. That's what he was gonna force say sensitive. when he told Ray, "If we die, there's something I want to tell you." And then he never gets to say it. But uh, JJ did uh, do an interview, and of course that came up and said, "What was what was Finn gonna say?" And that was just he was gonna tell her he was force sensitive. Um, they they kind of show that though when she comes back to life after Kylo brings her back. Uh, Finn is oh, like right, right. they show Finn and he's like Ray like he he can feel her come back to life at that point you know so um, they've been kind of teasing it um, you know and that that was also kind of going back to Force Awakens it was kind of what what taught him inside to like put the gun down and not do the things he was doing as a yeah stuff like that okay. so uh, yeah so pretty cool just showing that you don't have to be a Jedi to be Force sensitive you know kind of like uh, uh, Maz. You know, true. Yeah. And chew it. I am one with the force. The forces with me. I'm one with the force. The forces with me. That dude was awesome. Oh, Fuck that movie, Fred. 
We don't yeah, have to yeah. talk about that, that movie. Awesome. That movie's so good. <laughs> Best Star Wars, because there's no Jedi. That's what makes it the worst. No way, that makes it the best. Dude, You're like a Star Wars movie worms. without the main thing that I want to put in it. Yes, and we got to save that for another time, another day. We've been on too long, and we got to wrap this baby up. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Shout out to my boys, Friggins and Peeps. Hey, uh, where can the guys find you online? Friggins. Oh, okay, I'll go first. So I, I, mine's real simple. It's Friggins. It's at Friggins. F R I G G I N Z. Friggins with a Z. That's on Twitter. That's on Instagram. I'm mostly on Instagram, but also on Twitter. So both of those work. Oh, wow. Yeah. And you can check uh, me out. Uh, I have a show called The People's Forum. It is uh, almost uh, back up and running. And, uh, yep, that is the thing. Uh, I am For My Peoples on the Twitter. That's number four, My Peoples, I think. Yep, for sure. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's about it. All yeah. right, there you go. Follow them on Twitter for my peoples in friggins and uh, join in the, on the conversation. So, once again, thank you so much for tuning in to this very first 2020 special edition of Am I Still on the Air as we talked all Star Wars Rise of Skywalker spoiler review. And uh, we will, the three of us, be back very soon, hopefully within the next week or two, as we get ready to do our annual countdown. Woo! of our top films of 2018 and of course what are our most anticipated films of 2020 so um, hey, hey. it's gonna be pretty cool i got some shockers for you guys oh i, got some I can imagine man too bad crazy rich asians doesn't come out uh this year <laughs> but uh <laughs> you know uh but i'm sure maybe that aquafina movie will fill the void for you this this year dude it was so good oh, it was so good all right, well, that's coming soon. Keep an eye out for that. That'll be our next Am I Still on the Air. I can't wait to knock that one down. And uh, But, of course, every Monday, take a look on your feeds for the latest edition of Am I on the Air, uh, bringing you the latest and greatest in entertainment news, so keep an eye out for that. New episode actually just dropped last night, so look for our new episode there. It's called Golden. Uh, it's our Season 20 premiere episode. So uh, very excited about that. So check that out. Talk about Golden Globes and uh, do a, a review of Richard Jewell. And um, yeah, so keep an eye out every Monday for the new episode of Am I on the Air? And keep your eyes peeled for that next Am I Still on the Air? So thanks, everybody, for joining us. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Am I on the Air? And me, myself, and I at DXDonMega. And, uh, of course, our website is AmIontheAir.com. So make sure you follow Download, rate, and subscribe on all your favorite out, um, sources out there. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, anywhere, Google Podcasts, uh, anywhere podcasts can be found. You can find us there. Stream it, download it, rate it. We appreciate you. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in for this, and we'll catch you next time, y'all. May the force be with you. Red Dragon!